Welcome to the Journey to the Heart podcast. My name is Torin Lokes. I'm a singer-songwriter from the Yukon Territory, Canada, and my current mission is to paddle a canoe across America from the Pacific to the Atlantic Ocean while learning more about what happiness, community, connection, self-empowerment, as well as finding and living your passions and dreams means to different people I meet along the way. Update on my progress so far. After a beautiful but rough first day paddling across the town of Astoria in windy conditions, I have spent the last three days paddling my way through the Old Man's Slough, east of Tongue Point on the Columbia River. It's absolutely beautiful on the water, with a big open sky and lush green rolling hills. I've been learning how to paddle with the tides and use a canoe kite that I brought along to give me every advantage I can while making my way up the mighty Columbia. After camping at Aldridge Point on my first night, I worked my way towards the lovely little town of Kathlam at Washington, navigating old sloughs, waves, and winds before reaching the beautiful marina where I had been camping and keeping my canoe. Before introducing my guest, a little bit more about where I currently am. The town of Kathlam at Washington is located just upstream where the Alokoman River enters the Columbia. Named after the Kathlam people, it's one of the largest Native American villages that Lewis and Clark visited on their expedition to the Pacific Ocean. It is a sleepy but pretty little town of about 550 people looking out over the river with one small main street, just a few shops and stores, a great coffee shop, and a small waterfront park. Known as a small town with a big heart, one of its predominant features is the town marina, which is beautiful, well-kept, and full of great campsites, one of which I am currently keeping my boat and gear. Another is the brewery, which has an amazing local selection of craft ales, beers, and seltzers. Today I will be speaking with Javier Sanchez, co-owner of the Mile 38 Brewery. He and his husband Rex moved to Kathlamet from Seattle a few years ago and are in the process of transitioning out of corporate jobs to build their dream of living on a farm and running a craft brewery. They were also kind enough to host my stay in Kathlamet, where I ended up playing my first musical show along the river at their brew pub. Hi, Javier. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Welcome to Hattersfield Farm in Kathlamet, Washington. Thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, tell me a bit more about yourself. Uh, I am retiring from corporate America in the next couple of weeks, and I am planning to dedicate my life to building my dream, which is to live on a farm, grow my produce, grow a business, a successful business here in a small community. Um, we own a brewery here in Kathlamet, so it's figuring out how to tie everything together, and the plan is to make the farm become a true farm to table experience at the brewery so we're expanding the brewery to the to the restaurant phase so we'll be we'll be doing that it's going to be years from now when everything is ready to go but it's always been my dream to live on a farm it's always been my dream to be able to do these amazing things with the soil that i i i work work on where i'm able to produce squash or you know carrots it's all going to come from here that's great Wow. And uh, what, what inspired you guys to open a brewery in Kathlamet? I think the, the brewery and the business kind of came together for us just 
based on what we wanted to do with our lives. I think, you know, corporate America, yes, it, it's definitely necessary for some of these projects, but it wasn't fulfilling. We didn't identify with being tied to a job for the rest of our lives just to exist and then retire when we're 75 and be too old physically, you know, to be able to do any of this ourselves where, you know, right now we're, we're building fences, we're putting gates up, we're dealing with animals here on the farm. I don't think our bodies would be able to do any of this if we did the traditional of retiring when we're in our 70s. I think it just would be impossible. So it was definitely, it, it definitely is a leap of faith. You know, I'm in the process of leaving corporate America and it's definitely a scary point because what happens if, you know, I have to go back? Can I start my career over? There's all that uncertainty, but it's all, you know, a leap of faith and it's fun and it's been fun. So I'm enjoying my life as it currently progresses in this direction of becoming self-employed and a farm worker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it felt like, a. I really could feel coming into your brewery that, that good energy yeah. and sitting down and, you know, had the cheese curds that were made locally here yeah. and tried about six different beers that you guys are made, made here locally. Yeah. We yeah. brew everything here in town. So, you know, small businesses are fantastic out here in this community. And I think that's what sustains these communities is really the small business where you probably wouldn't have interacted with any of these small businesses. If one wasn't there, you got to eat the cheese that came from the dairy farm. So you're sustaining the dairy farm, you're sustaining the brewery, which employs quite a few employees. You know, we have the, the brewer, we have the manager that manages, we have all of the, the girls. You met Lori yesterday, who's fantastic, and she told you all the other jobs she does, you know. She, she is truly a community member here where her role is to make the cheese that you ate yesterday. Like, that's what she does in this community. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it's special to have that kind of community and connection with it's, people. It's very, very special, yeah. And, you know, you don't, you don't really when you go into Whole Foods in the city, you know, you don't really know where that product came from. Could it have come from a farm? Absolutely. Absolutely. But here you got to meet the people that make it happen. So it's a, it's a more, more of a story, more, it's more romantic when you know where everything comes from and you get to interact with those people. I feel like there's that next level of appreciation mm -hmm. where like, you know, sitting down there and having the salmon and the cheese and the beer and then, having such great conversation with you guys and, and yeah. connection. It was, it was like a really magical moment, especially for me paddling in yeah. to Kath Lamet, you know, and, and just saying like, wow, like this is a gem. This yeah. place has got such a soul. It does. This community as a whole, you know, has an amazing soul. And I, I'll tell you, like we were talking about some people come here and then they never leave. Like most of the people in this community, like stopped by once and then they were like, we want to come back. Um, a lot of our friends are not from here. They've just been people that have come through that have decided this is where I want to make my home because yeah. it is such a, such a amazing experience to be in Kathlamet, Washington. You, 
you are very quickly embraced. First, the natural beauty out here. I mean, look around. This is this is what it looks like all the time. It's a different experience every day. The sunsets here are different every single day. Sometimes you get the like fireballs where it just looks red everywhere and it's beautiful. And other days you get the perfectly blue skies. And you know, the stars out here are some of the best star sightings that I've ever had where you can sit out there and you can literally see the International Space Station with that app that shows you what's moving around yeah. you. And it's the space station. You can clearly see it like just going past you above in the sky. And then it reminds you how tiny everything is. Right. But you're, you're definitely in a cool spot. I think this community is a very unique community. Yeah. Yeah. And and what is it that what is it that you love the most about Kathlamet? The the people, the people in Kathlamet are pretty fantastic. It's the embrace of the people that made me love this community even more. When we first moved out here, we were like, "Oh, we're going to be pretty isolated on a farm, you know, it's pretty fantastic." I didn't know there was a brewery here in this community for a long time. It's just yeah. so tiny. It's a tiny little town. Um, and then the community just kind of embraces you and it brings you in and you learn the quirkiness of everybody that lives here and the differences and the points of view and just the heart and soul of each individual that you interact with. You get a true sense of how this community functions and, and it's pretty fun. You know, it's pretty fun. You get all of those, the spectrum of people, full spectrum of people here in the community where everybody is so unique that it makes them very special. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone has their own story. Yeah. Everybody has a fantastic story, especially the story of how everybody ended up here. It's just very random and very, um, very interesting for sure. Well, I like that. I like how, you know, communities aren't just about you know, being born and raised, it's, it's like a focal point where there's a certain energy or magic that brings people in yeah. and, and, and then people who have lived here their whole life or you guys coming here and starting this brewery, it, it's, it's this constant evolution of like sharing this special place. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you the community members here want to share the town with everyone, everybody that comes by, like it's, it's not, atypical for you know people to come into town and then the locals just embrace you and they want to show you you know the the beef that they're growing or take you out to their their cabins or their favorite fishing spot it's pretty fantastic everybody just wants to share what this place is um and it's what makes the community very special is it's so embracing for being a small community you know they they're very embracing of people who are not from here yeah. yeah. And so when it comes to building a dream, we've talked about this before the podcast as well, but what is that process like for you? It, oh, it's definitely a leap of faith, you know? Yeah. Is, is my, my farm to table dream going to work? It's, is my, my investment of time and energy into, you know, what's, what's happening at the brewery or what's happening here on the farm. Is it going to be what I want to do long-term? And I'll tell you, you feel it when you're doing things right because it feels 
rewarding everything when you know the material arrives for the fence for the to keep the elk out or when you know the the trees that we planted are flowering it's very unique experiences but it should always be rewarding and it's also something that you should always cherish like those trees out there I, I love walking down that driveway and just seeing the new growth on the trees because I remember putting each one of those trees in the ground when they were little. So I remember, I remember each one and just watching them progress year after year. It's, it's very humbling to watch na nature do its thing, but you having a say in how it's working, you know? Yeah. Was there a moment where you felt like, do you have moments where you've, like, felt stuck? Like, before you, you came here and started this, like, you said you had a job, and you and your husband, Rex, had yeah. a job in corporate America, yeah. jobs in corporate America, and you, and this was, like, a, like, a pipe dream, so to speak, and then somehow, you know, through, there was, like, a process, I guess, that you guys went through to finally take that, that, that jump. Faith. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, it, Corporate America just has a way of, you know, dangling a little bit more at the end, a little bit more, stick around a little bit more, you'll make a little bit more. But in corporate America, you just kind of realize that you're just wasting your energy on something that will never be yours or it'll never, it'll, it'll never satisfy you fully. Like you're building someone else's dream. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You're, you're you know, Rex works for... Amazon and giant corporation do they do they do they care about their employees I don't know yeah but you know to some degree maybe like local you know like yeah local chapters maybe I'm sure they have like elements of community yeah but it's it's very different when it's like especially if you have dreams outside of that yeah and and you know like and I think that's where you know some people maybe they they like having that type of security and, and then they can it's have their hobbies. It's definitely stability for sure because you yeah. know, you know, where everything is coming from in corporate America and all the guidelines are there on how you're supposed to behave, how you're supposed to operate. So there's people that function really well under structure. Um, I think if you look around, it's just chaos everywhere. There's like torn up fields over there where the piping still needs to go there's fencing material sitting over there it's just constant chaos and some people don't know how to operate outside of that but when i look at it i look at it like when that greenhouse is powered and running and there's watering systems and i can just walk into a lush tropical rainforest in there it's gonna be such an amazing experience when the fence is all set up and i'm able to you know plant rows and rows of flowers out in those fields because I don't have to worry about the animals destroying them. It's going to be beautiful, you know, just watching all of this come together. Yeah, there's a sense of chaos, and I, I just look at it. This is where this is going, and this is what it's going to do, and then I can do this. So it's adding projects on top of projects on top of projects. Some people... Some people can't handle that, you know. Some people need that consistency of having direction all the time. And yeah. for me, it's like, let's just do it. Let's tear, let's tear everything up. Let's, you know, put in, put in speakers down the driveway so when I'm jogging, I can hear music blasting out of the ground down the driveway. 
it's just crazy stuff like that. And I have to have somebody that tells me, well, we can do this and we can't do that. That's where, you know, Rex comes in and he's like, we're not going to do that. <laughs> but it, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely more rewarding. I'll tell you, I wake up every morning and I'm like excited to just see what got done the day before. Yeah. Each one of these projects, when the fencing was going on around the property, I just enjoyed watching that come together and seeing all of these schematics, all of these drawings, all these dreams come together. Like it just manages, it manages the adversity of the projects, I guess, it, or it offsets the adversities. Because physically, when we were building the greenhouse, you know, those beams are 21 feet long and oh. your body hurts after you've been kneeling putting in plastic tabs on all of that system over there and now that it's done you know we had a fantastic crew of guys that helped us um there was one guy who worked on it the most and he did a great job um but you know it's the emotional attachment to doing it right because it's yours that i think we we really focus on it's our project, it's our baby, it's like now delivering it perfectly is what, what we want to do all the time. But we couldn't do it without any of the other people. Community members would come out here and help us lay glass, help us put in gaskets on the greenhouse. They just ask, can we come out there and help you guys? That's, Everybody here in the well, community, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, uh, I find it amusing you're saying, talking about the chaos because I'm sitting you know, at the kitchen table with you right now and your house is beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's another, it's another project for sure, but we, we make yeah. sure we make sure we, we make it happen. You know, it's like when we were talking about, there has to be a level of organization. And I think that's where it's important that you stay somewhat organized because if it's just consistently chaos, that's to be able to recharge. Like if yeah. you have your environments that you're relaxing in, yeah that are, are nice and, and, and resonate with who you are. Yeah. And I, I think that, that that's that, you know, going back to the idea of like, you know, if you want to change the world, make your bed. Yeah. And if you want to build your dreams, start with Absolutely. The small things. Start with the small things of, you know, just building, building yourself up to be able to deliver on your dreams because, you know, whether it's a dream that requires money or a dream that requires your time, it's very precious and you have to be careful and manage it very well. Um, because it's, it's going to cost you something, time, energy, money, it's going to cost something. And sometimes all of those, you know? Yeah. So it's investing it correctly, um, into what's important to you. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of times in my past, I have felt like, am I really investing my time, my energy into the right thing? And now I finally yeah. feel like this is the right thing. You know, this is what I what I want to do with my life. I can see myself here when I'm in my 80s, um, probably not doing any of that craziness, but I can see myself here on the farm in my 80s. I can see myself here for the rest of my life, you know? I, oh. I feel a connection with all of these projects because they're projects that I've been involved in. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's a powerful, it's a powerful insight because when you're building a dream, all that energy that you're putting in, it's like you're planting those seeds. Yeah. L literally with those literally, trees yeah. out front where you get to see them grow. Yeah. And 
that's the difference where if you feel like you're putting in energy and maybe it's not coming back um, to you yeah. to a degree that's really nourishing for your soul, yeah. you know, it's finding ways to do that. And if you're doing something that you're passionate about and you're, you're, and you're prioritizing that yeah. in your life, it's like, that's a really satisfying Because some endeavor. people, you know, for them, the importance is money. Like some people... That's what they want. They want to have that a security. lot, that sense of security and that's that sense of this is what I want to do with my life. Yeah. But I mean, it, it was just not rewarding for me. You know, it wasn't rewarding, I think, for for either of us where it's like, let's do something with it. And we invested into the brewery. We invested into the farm and the drawing it's changing of, your life it's changing our life and i think it's making us better people inside you know where we're happy with ourselves because that's one of the biggest challenges i feel um and you know when i was in my youth i don't think i was very happy with myself i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life i think we all get to that point where we just don't know what we want to do with our lives it's figuring out what makes us happy what makes life worthwhile like, you know, the, the pursuit of what we all want a purpose in life. And I think for me, at least, it feels like this was my purpose is to, you know, give those animals an amazing time while they're here and make sure that my spouse is having a fantastic time and a good time and he's happy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think when you have those values that are simple yet profound mm -hmm. you know where they really resonate with who you are then there's so many creative ways to achieve that yeah and to build that and grow that you know and and uh that's that's a beautiful thing when you can find that but what would you say for people who you know are, are in that place where they're trying to maybe they're trying to build a dream and they don't know how to do it or they're on that path of discovery and they and they or they want to take those leaps into discovering what they're passionate about would you have any advice for them yeah i would say just do it it's gonna take that leap of faith regardless of you know where where your where your dream is like you're just going to have to really fixate on doing it and setting realistic timelines for yourself of knowing when when it's right but understanding that there's never going to be the perfect right time you're just going to have to do it that resonates a lot with what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. You know, paddling, um, up this river already. It's like, felt like jumping in the deep end to some degree. Yeah. And, uh, this is one of the most dangerous river entries I think in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've read that. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky that I didn't have to paddle from the ocean. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Astoria. Like I started in Astoria and yeah. paddled and I feel like I'm slowly getting, handle on it like I'm slowly figuring out um, how to utilize what I have and trust in myself yeah. and I talked a lot about this in my previous podcast of just having like being able to believe in yourself yeah because there's always going to be doubters there's always going to be people oh absolutely that will say oh you can't do it yeah and you have to say but you don't know me and and I think that's okay because in many ways they are teachers for us as well yeah and you you know it's just making sure you're comfortable with how you're progressing through through your dreams and making sure that you focus on the right parts of the dream to make it a reality. I mean, 
we're we're ways away from being done, but yeah. the the foundations already fallen into place for a lot of these things, you know. So it's being happy with yourself every day, and sometimes you're not going to be happy with yourself, but figure out why you're not happy with yourself and see if that's something that you need to you need to realign in your life like what's not making you happy and of course we're humans we're very emotional beings but for the most part you should you should have a a good life i think that should be the focus of the intent of being here is have a good experience while you're here because if you look at the grand scheme of things we have very short lives like we're going to be here and then we're going to be gone very quickly and you know the whole the whole fear around death i mean it's the most guaranteed thing you'll have in life it's you're going to have a life and you're going to have a death mm-hmm. so how do you want to spend the majority of your life enjoying your life or you know sacrificing your happiness for something that you don't believe in or something that's never going to be fulfilling for you yeah that's something i found really amazing was when I came into the brewery, just seeing like the energy that you have yeah. with your partner and just yeah. how you guys complement each other so well yeah, and being able to build this dream together. Like that's really powerful. I, I'll tell you having a strong partner along the way that supports your dreams. And, you know, for us it was very organic. Our dreams were very similar. So kind of making this happen, we conceptualized everything, but you know, there, there's the planning portion that I would say that's not my strong suit is figuring out how to make a lot of this thi- these things kind of fall into place. That's what I, I leave to Rex. He's the, he's the former accountant. So he yeah. knows how to make all of these projects kind of move along and progress. Um, what's your, what's your uh, strong suit, you'd say? I, I think I'm the creative one, you know, like the, the greenhouse design and the just the overall layout of how things look. And I dream very big. I first wanted a gigantic atrium. Then we had to tone it down to reality because it requires heating, it requires water systems. So it's making it a reality versus my dreaming crazy, you know? Well, I think that big dream is is great though because yeah. You can have a massive dream, and then even if you get three quarters of the way there, yeah, it's still pretty amazing. I mean, it's it it's a it's a the the property is definitely a testament to what we've been able to do together. Um, it kind of shows the design ideas, you know, and the execution of the projects. It's it's definitely a, a fun experience for both of us. I think he enjoys the 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 mathematics behind it. And I enjoy putting it together. So, yeah. yeah. I'm the I'm the muscle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we, we have some really cool people that we work with, too. So, yeah. they, they've really helped us. And a lot of the projects are not traditional. Like, the, the greenhouse project over there, nobody really knew how to put a greenhouse together like that. So, we had to find people that could teach us how to make it happen and then make it happen. So yeah, it's, it's all, it's all fun. It's all a good experience. It's definitely challenging, but rewarding at the same time. Every day, every day is pretty rewarding. It's well, a, asking you shall receive, you know, I think that's something that's amazing where if you, if you're coming from a giving place, 
but then you're also willing to accept help and appreciate what yeah. others have to offer. Like yeah. that's a form of, yeah, that's a form of uh, honoring people as well, because yeah. that's how you build those friendships and yeah. community. And, and that, that, you know, having a brewery is like, there's a lot that goes in that. There's a lot that goes in there. And, as, and know, a farm as well. <laughs> and is, it's also about finding people that believe in your dreams because we can't physically build all of this ourselves. You know, we have Donnie over there building the fences because I don't know how to build a tension fence for elk that can jump 12 feet over a fence. You know, I just, he knows, he knows how to do it. And he's, you know, working with us on that project, the ponds up front, the retention ponds for water. Those weren't there. Donnie built them. You know, and they're they're great now reservoirs of water and great for the environment. They're all I don't know if you saw the ducks over there in the front ponds, but it's 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 great. It's great when you have people that understand the dream and want to help you get there. Yeah. Yeah, it's I couldn't have already I feel like I couldn't have gone this far with without people believing in my dream, you know, coming yeah. across America. Yeah, because if everybody tells you you can't do that while you're even conceptualizing these dreams, you know. It's hard. It's hard. It makes it more challenging mentally because you, the doubt that, you know, sometimes people can sow on your dreams. You have to just believe in yourself that you can do it. And, and the right people, trusting that the universe will bring the right people to you. Yeah. And it seems to yeah. be the way the case, and that's what's kind of amazing about yeah. life, and that's what makes me feel like there's things beyond our what we fully understand. Mm -hmm. When you know, I I walk in the brewery and I'm like, ah, these are my people. Yeah, yeah. Like they're building their dream. They they are taking that leap, and that's what I'm going to call this episode, by the way, yeah. leap of faith, leap because of faith. yeah, that is definitely <laughs> the theme of what we're talking about right now. No, it absolutely is a leap of faith, but you know, just just do it. Do it. Just, you're here, you're here once. Just make it, make it happen for yourself. Make yourself happy because it should be a good experience. Yeah. That's what, that's what I believe in. should be a good experience for everybody you interact with. Yeah. When it comes to overcoming societal peer pressure, parental pressures, some of that, you know, works in our favor and then some of that can yeah. be like having to navigate that when you feel as though your dreams are are out of reach because of that kind of pressure you know, uh, what would how, what is your experience with that and how were you able to overcome it I'll tell you I just had the conversation with my parents um, a couple weeks ago that I was leaving corporate America and the concern in my mom's voice <laughs> yeah <laughs> because I've never once I, once I left home, I left home at like 16, 17, around there. I, I never went back. I've always had a stable job. I think I've worked for three companies my entire working life. And very stable companies. And now I am leaving corporate America. My parents came from, uh, you know, a, a lifestyle where they were making very low wages because it's challenging for people that don't speak English and my parents, you know, are le learned English, but it took them a long time from, from Mexico. Yeah. From Mexico. So yeah. they came to the U S you know, the, the wages that they get are just, 
not wages that can sustain uh, a family. So my parents were working two jobs. Both of them were working two jobs. I was the babysitter of my, my siblings for a long time because I was the oldest. But, you know, my, my parents took that leap to, to better our future. And it was then our turn to really take their motivation and make sure that we were going to provide ourselves with good futures. And when I told my mom I was quitting corporate America, it was a little bit of a fearful conversation for her where she's like, are you sure you want to do this? It's her concern because she has had to live paycheck to paycheck for a large portion of our life, you know? Yeah. And rightfully so, you know, it's scary time financially for a lot of people. Um, things are getting more expensive. You know, we've had lockdowns on top of lockdowns and it's, it's a scary time for people to make those decisions, but it was, we either do it now or we're not going to do it later, you know, once yeah. we get too, too far into the, the, the corporate world. So it was making the decision to really live our, our, our lives that we wanted to live versus what we're expected to live. And yeah, everybody is scared to leave corporate America, including my parents were scared for me, but if it doesn't work, I can go back. But I think it's going to work because I'm doing it. I'm, yeah. I'm putting putting this together and I think it's going to be fantastic. So, Well, I think there's a misconception with a lot of people when it comes to building dreams and, and challenging yourself to yeah. do something that you love because... You know, a lot of people think, oh, you must, you get to a point where you just have this confidence or you have no fear. Yeah. And I, I, I can't speak for you, but definitely for myself, jumping into something, yeah. it's like, there's still fear. Oh, there's, there's definitely, I have, <laughs> I have fear on my end. Yeah. Especially when, you know, there's, there's my parents telling me that they're scared for me. I have to back backtrack a little bit and think, am I making the right decision? But it will feel right. It'll feel right when you do it. And, you know, yeah. the, the experience is going to be fantastic. The melts away. Yeah. When, you, when yeah. you're actually making it when happen. When you're seeing it happen, yeah. It, you start to see things come together and, wow, we, we did that. Or, wow, we, we built this. And, wow, you know, we changed this. It's just really having faith in yourself and your ability to deliver, that's going to be very important. And fear is a friend too. Oh, absolutely. Because it helps you in being able to be sharper and, and work through all those things that you need to do to make it happen. Yeah. And for this trip, it was like, oh man, I got to get all these different bits of gear. I want to be mentally, emotionally prepared, physically prepared. And then, you know, now that I'm out there, that's that moment where I'm like, wow, like look yeah. where I am. This is wonderful. The, the, I can imagine the peace on that river when you're, you know, just gliding through it. Yeah, and then the things that felt complicated or hard before, like, aren't as complicated. Yeah. Because you've you've laid that foundation. Yeah. And like like coming into your brewery and just seeing like it's just such a beautiful layout. Yeah. You could see how people just come together there and yeah. connect with one another. But I'll tell you, it's a very, very typical experience at the brewery. Like you just meet some really cool people from all sorts of life, you know, all walks of life. You'll just 
meet them at the brewery and everybody just wants to share their experience and their story. And like we were talking about, everybody's story is so unique on how they came here, how they're there at that chair, you know. Like yesterday when we met you, we were like, something's weird. What's the story here? So we wanted to hear more about the story. And that's, you'll hear really cool stories like that. People that are doing really cool things. So, well, having it be like uh, you saying that is typical, that's that's a wonderful place to come from. Yeah. Where that kind of experience where you get to meet new people and everyone with their own unique story as well as connecting with the community on yeah. that level as well. Yeah. It's like there's so many layers of, of like goodwill and connection and being able to support each other yeah. through difficult times and knowing you have those people yeah. that have your back and you can empathize with. Yeah, and you know, here everybody knows us and we are learning everybody here in the community. Um, but it's it's all just been a series of events. Like like I was telling you, we weren't ever planning to get involved in a brewery and then it just kinda happened. Like we just yeah. kinda fell into the brewery and we didn't know there was a brewery here in town that, you know, was getting developed and we just fell into it and we we're like, This is kinda cool. Let's look into how this works and we fell in love with it we fell in love with the process we fell in love with the product that the brewery makes it's a pretty pretty unique experience for sure and that's like that element of life where sometimes dreams like fall into your lap in unusual ways yeah absolutely where you have your main dreams and then and then somehow like a dream you didn't expect coincides and and it works together. It works yeah. together. <laughs> it's kind of like you get little rewards of encouragement throughout the process. If you're doing things that you enjoy, the rewards, you know, the brewery and the farm coming together. Like we never, like I told you, we never planned to be involved in the brewery or in, in any way. And then all of a sudden, why don't we do farm to table? Like we have all the fields. We've always wanted a farm and, you know, we, we want to plant an orchard on the front of the property. That's going to be years before those trees are ready to produce. But farm to table, we can already start, you know, growing, growing produce once the fences are up. So that dream kind of complemented what happened with the brewery and how that all happened. We were just looking for things that could sustain us mentally physically and you know of course there's a financial element where you have to be able to support the dreams so it's making sure that you're you're really paying attention to all of that and making it move in the direction that you want it to move so you know the the brewery takes up a lot of time but we have a fantastic team that works there but you're dealing with a lot of personalities all the time so it's really almost a family experience you know where you know everybody that works there they you got to negotiate with people yeah yeah understand what their energy is like yeah and understand that you know their dreams might be different than what your dreams are and finding a place where those lives intersect and they make sense for everyone and everybody's happy yeah and that's a constant constant you know part of being involved in all of these projects is making sure you're happy and everybody else along the way is enjoying it too. And not everybody's Mm. dreams are going to align with yours, you know, and that's just kind of like life. Some people's lives don't inter interact well with yours. So there's that, there's that ability to kind of move on and progress in different directions sometimes. So, well, we were talking about this earlier where 
there's going to be very like varying levels of connection that you're going to feel with different yeah. people and that's and that's okay and that's a beautiful thing yeah. because like for I and I think of food a lot yeah. <laughs> when it comes to this where yeah. there's some foods that I don't particularly like but I'm really glad they exist yeah because it makes the world a richer place because like I don't really like beets that much yeah but I'm glad that beets are there for <laughs> people to fantastic. enjoy yeah. yeah so you can enjoy them <laughs> yeah I enjoy beets and that kind of like that idea of even when people necessarily don't believe in what you're doing or you feel judged, yeah. there's like that freedom of being able to not judge someone who's being judgmental yeah. Yeah. where that's like a release of being like, Hey, you know what? Like you were talking uh, before the podcast about like, sometimes you get like an, like an old guy who yeah. might be a bit curmudgeonly about what you're doing or who you are, yep. new people in town. And then, but then you kind of, just accept them for who he is. You accept them for who they are and you, you provide them with your, you know, a, a positive environment that they, that they genuinely appreciate and show them who you really are. Sometimes the, the physical work can be hard, you know, it can be, it can, it can be backbreaking. Like sometimes you're so exhausted the next day from being crouched over working on some of these things that it, it physically hurts, but it's believing yeah, I hear you. <laughs> that it's, yeah, I can imagine yours too. Like just the physical of, I just want to stay in bed and not do anything. Yeah. Give yourself that time and be patient with yourself throughout the, throughout the, the foundational process, but make sure you have timelines for yourself on where, when, and where you want to be with all of this stuff. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of people, you're right. There's most people, if you are really sincere and you have that dream or passion for, for something, yeah, people really resonate with that. Yeah. And they appreciate that because it, 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 it lights a fire in them. It gives them permission to, to do the same. Yeah. To yeah. talk about their dream. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, Sharing, sharing your story with other people and a lot of people are going to be very willing to share their story with you. And I'll tell you, a lot of what we've done has been because we've shared our story and people have told us, well, you guys should maybe consider doing this, this, this thing and managing this project differently or doing these things. It, it's that whole listening to other people's opinions and thoughts on what the projects are and then it just gives you an ability to really analyze what you're doing and really pay attention to maybe something that you didn't think about along the, pro the way. So it's very helpful to hear other people's experience, but have your, have your focus on what your dreams are going to be. Yeah, yeah. I think that balanced approach is really powerful. Yeah. I use that word a lot, but it's, it's true like that you, you can listen and appreciate so many different perspectives because you never know when someone has some nugget of gold right. that yeah. they can share that could just We've really enrich We've had some great, some great you know, tips and just nuggets of gold that people have just given us on a lot of this work and a lot of the projects where you know, it's just come very, it's, it's come very helpful for us. So we've had a lot of people influence our, our projects and ideas to the point where they're still our dreams, but you know, you, you get that, you get that feedback where it just helps you do it right and do it better. Yeah. And it's really, it's a wonderful feeling when you feel as though your dream is becoming, or your dreams are becoming part of like the community's dream yeah. or other, other people can, you, you can merge with other people's dreams and have that overlap. Yeah. And it's like that 
brings its own unique energy where, you know, like I, one of my dreams is to play music as I travel and, and write my next album yeah. and, you know, getting to play at your brewery tonight. Like yeah. that's going to be such a wonderful experience. It is. It's going to be show. such a cool experience. Yeah. Out here. I'm sure it's going to be a great experience <laughs> for the, the people there and you'll enjoy it as well. It's just an enjoyable energy for sure. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And I, I, what I've found is when I see people doing things that they love and they're excited about it, yeah. it's contagious. Yeah, it is. It is, you know, and it's being creative too um, is very important. People who are creative, I think, that can express their creativity. For me, growing plants, crafting, being outside is all fun for me. So I get to really use that here on the farm. I like to be outside. I'm not scared of the rain. I'm from the Pacific Northwest. I love being outside in the rain. A jog in the snow or a jog in the rain is fantastic for me. I love it. You yeah. know, some people jump in the cold ice tub. For me, it's just going for a for a, a jog while it's pouring down rain. I feel alive. I think that's really important to be able to embrace whatever yeah. environment that you're in. And yeah. if you can, like... Some people would see that, you know, running in the rain, it's like, oh, you know, it makes me miserable. But yeah. then being able to be in the same environment and be like inspired and, and to love it. Yeah. That's the kind of transition mentally that I think, uh, you know, all of us can do in different ways where realizing the environment that we're already in, yeah. there's so much that it has to offer if we just change like our mentality. Yeah. And experience Experience the experience for what it is, I, I, I would say, you know, uh, sadness, loss, um, you know, failures on some of the projects or having to come up with different different ways of doing things are all challenges along the way. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay. It's okay to be sad because you didn't get something done. It's okay to be sad because, you know, you lost an animal, um, but it's learning and educating yourself along the way to do it better every time that you're doing it so for me a little bit better than you were yesterday yeah you know in in my previous job a lot of my time went into you know focusing on p&ls and focusing on errors like just where issues are along the along the way but i can apply that to what i'm doing here you know i lost i lost all my chickens to a cougar so now it's figuring (laughs) out how do i have chickens that aren't going to get eaten by a cougar (laughs) So it's amazing how problems evolve over time. Yeah. You wouldn't be thinking that living in Seattle a couple of years ago. No, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. But it's learning from experience, you know, and really appreciating the, the, the experience as you're going through it, even if it's not necessarily an experience that you'd consider positive, appreciate every experience and feel, feel the emotion behind the experiences. When you discover yeah. something new or you're able to grow a plant correctly and it like produces fruit and flowers, it's amazing because you did that yourself. Yeah. 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 Well, I think the connection that you made to your previous job where, you know, you evolved out of that work because it wasn't yeah. necessarily what you're passionate about, but you can still draw upon all those experiences and, and, and apply it to yeah. your life now. Yeah. And I think like there's a lot of people that probably have that feeling of a sunk cost where they've invested so much time and yeah. effort into something, but for whatever reason, it might not be resonating, resonating with them. Yeah. And it's like, how do you take those skills and find a way to bring it into something that you are passionate yeah. about? Yeah. And you know, it's figuring out what you're really strong at, um, and what, 
what drives you, I guess, to, to really make these things happen for yourself? Like, what, what are you going to need? Sometimes, you know, you might get, need to get an accountant that manages finances for you a little bit better, or you might just need to go see a doctor to keep you level-headed so you can continue your, your path forward. But there's, there's a lot of things that will help you along the way, and it's finding the right resources to make your dreams happen. You don't have to do everything yourself. You you don't, and you can't. You absolutely cannot. We we can't we can't do this ourselves. I mean, you know, yeah. you met Allison downstairs. She's fantastic. She has her strengths. She really keeps us going in the right direction, um, and it's really supporting them to support us. And I feel that they understand what the end dream is, and I think that's what helps motivate them as well. Yeah, it's like getting the right people on the bus. Yeah, yeah, you, ha- then... you have to have the right team. Your team is going to be very important um, when you're moving along this, you know, path that's called life. It's just finding the right people that are going to complement you in the right way. Yeah. yeah. Well, it can be very uh, challenging to do that, you know, to know how to build those kind of relationships yeah. and where to find them. Yeah. And like, what are some of your keys to bringing the right people into your life? I'll I'll tell you that it's it's you a seem lot. Of, like you've been very successful. It's a lot of that. trial and error, and I think it's you know learning what we need. You know what what does Allison bring to the table? What does Rex bring to the table? What do I bring to the table? I think I'm very creative, and I can conceptualize some of the cool things we want to do, and understand how we need to go from point A to point. Z, you know, to deliver a full project. Um, Allison, you know, she's methodical. She understands the, the financial side of things, so she's able to really balance all of that out. Rex, amazing with numbers. He can make anything happen with numbers, you know. So it's everybody putting their strengths into this. And there's a lot of other team, team players that we have. Like you met Lori. She's fantastic with customers. Customers love her. Um, she makes amazing cheese. Uh, everybody here is contributing somehow to our our dream and then to the community. You know, we're, we're all doing something for the community. Like, you probably wouldn't have really had an opportunity to interact with Kaplamet if the brewery wasn't there. Like, you wouldn't have seen it would everything. Be different. It would have been a different experience. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, I, I don't know. I... I see strengths and weaknesses in everybody and I think it's figuring all of that out to help each other. Yeah. yeah. If that goal is to create something beautiful yeah. that you all are invested in and, and connects with your individual dreams, then like the weaknesses are things that you know you can we can help each other with. We can, yeah, absolutely. Like I'll I'll tell you, Rex is very organized, he's very methodical with numbers. I am more I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. You have a vision. <laughs> yeah, I have a vision. I have many visions, and, you know, they don't necessarily all align with each other, but it's having somebody there that can help you align things together. So yeah. I think we're just a very good complement to each other, and I think everybody that we work with is very similar that way, where they just we all complement each other very well. Because we couldn't do this on our own. It's just impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's really impressive to see what you guys have done with your farm and the brewery and 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 being so connected to this community. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's uh. 
it really is a gem. And I think often when people go through places like this or they before they have even gone to a place like Kathlamet, yeah. they just see it as a dot on the map. Yeah. And that's something I'm trying to explore with this podcast is showing like there's these amazing people out there that are living their dreams, that are building something special. Well, we are all amazing. I feel everybody's pretty amazing. Um, You know, what you're trying to do with your trip, that's pretty amazing. That, that for me is a bigger leap of faith than what I've, I've done because you're literally going down a river to to you know for seven months you're going down a river for seven months i wish it was all down <laughs> <laughs> that you know it, it's Got a lot of upstream to go first <laughs> a lot of upstream that's for sure yeah yeah and it's there's so many unknowns you know along the way yeah so yeah. it's it's a very very cool very cool path that you're gonna take well something that makes it really special is to be able to meet people like yeah. you and Rex and uh, some of the other amazing people in Kathlamet because I know that there's more folks out there like you guys. You're going to meet such cool people along the way. I, I, I know you are. It's going to be fantastic to follow your trip. So I'm glad we're kind of at the beginning of the trip so we can see the entire trip go through. Like I need to listen to, to the other interview you did because I'm excited to hear more of that story. And I think that's something that I've wanted to do with this project is to be like a conduit yeah. where people are, are, are building their dreams and sharing their knowledge and experiences and their wisdom. Yeah. And then that can connect with listeners, that can connect with other people that yeah. are in that similar mindset where they have a dream or they want to build a dream or they want to get more in touch with their passions and that ripple effect is really special yeah where it's like we can help each other like you've been talking about is like we can help each other yeah uh create something special and it's just even sharing the experience you know like i'm gonna get to see what your experience is gonna be like you've gotten a chance to see what our experience is kind of like you've experienced another life through another person's life I guess you know yeah yeah yeah. so it's very interesting to see that happen and I don't think we give ourselves at times sometimes to just have a genuine interaction with people where societal whatever you know you don't randomly just start talking to a stranger like it just doesn't happen and I think being open to those conversations and those experiences is gonna you know provide you with a wealth of interactions that some of these people are probably going to be in the, in your life for forever. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that often strangers are just friends we haven't met yet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's all, it's always, you know, a, a, a weird time when you meet people. It always, it's interesting when you meet people throughout your life. Like sometimes you just need to have a interaction where you want to understand a different perspective to life, you know, and it helps you, it opens your mind up and you get to see, it through somebody else's lens, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a question I'm wanting to ask near the end of the, of the show is, uh, what is it that you, if you had one year left to live? Yeah. Would you, would you be doing what you're doing now? Would you change things? How would you approach that? You know, I, I've had this thought in my head many times. I feel I have lived such an amazing life already and if I died in a, in a year, 
Is that what you what you yeah. said? Yeah, in a year. I, I feel like I have already lived such an amazing life. Like I love I love everything we've done. Like I said, I've you know loved being on on this planet at this time because I've gotten a very unique experience and I think I would die happy if I died in a year. Like I've already I, I love my life already. Yeah. 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 Well that's that's really powerful because I think that that comes with a lot of perspective, yeah. you know, to say that you can recognize how, you know, some of the pain and the struggle and yeah. the stress have helped you grow yeah, and to allow you to appreciate what it is that you have here at yeah. a whole nother level because yeah. that gives life meaning too. you know, both of those, like the, the good and the, and the hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a fun experience for, for me to go through life. And just to see where, you know, my parents' lives were, where my life is, where Rex's life is. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's been a, a gift, you know, to experience our lives from ourselves. You know, I, I find it rewarding every single day. And I, I love it. I have my sad days. Of course, we all do. We're very emotional beings. But I have to just sometimes stand there and kind of, enjoy the warmth of the sun and realize that this is an amazing experience that not a lot of other people get to have, you know, not, not yeah. many people get to see their chickens eaten by a cougar. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, just watch the, the, the fields sway with the wind. It looks like water out there. It's so freaking cool. It's, it's very spiritual for me to, to be here and enjoy this ride through the cosmos, you know, at 430 thousand miles an hour is what we're flying through space and it's just i'm here yeah being yeah. connected to that present moment while still having that dream yeah the, the things you're working towards and being able to appreciate where you came from yeah i think there is that balance maybe you know the flow state that we 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 strive to we strive to be in is from that like recognition of how past present future yeah all have their own gifts yeah and that helps in, in us being grounded and to be able to appreciate one another and yeah. to be able to yeah. navigate this fascinating experience, an experiment called life. Yeah, very much an experiment. It's all your experiment. You make it whatever you want it to be, um, but enjoy it. Make sure you enjoy it more than you don't enjoy it because... There's a lot of adversity in life. I mean, you know, it, it changes every day, um, but it's just making sure you're enjoying it more and it's fulfilling for you more than it is not fulfilling. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's, uh, there's a lot of wisdom in that and being able to make the most of where you are. Yeah. Because I, I think often it can feel impossible sometimes for people to think like, oh, how do I get from this state of mind or where I'm at right now? Yeah. And to get to the point where they are, have that momentum where yeah. the dream is happening. And, you know, we're both in the process of building our dreams in different ways yeah. and connecting about that. Uh, there's, you know, there's definitely people out there that are like, how do I even get to the starting block? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I, what I feel, you know, based on what we've been talking about is that there is that being able to appreciate what you already have to some degree and yeah. say like, wow, like that gratitude is such a, is such a fuel. And, and it, it is. 
Yeah, being grateful for your experience and being grateful for others' interactions with you, for sure. How to um, open one's mind to the possibility that, like, you are, you can do this. Yeah. Like, you, you are enough. Like, you have all the tools. You do. You really do. You have to believe in yourself 100%. Like, you have the physical, the mental, the emotional ability to do this because... Your dreams are, there's very little guidance for you when you're dreaming, living your dreams, you know, that, that, again, you know, if it's make tons of money, I think that's, you know, that, that people have done that. Um, but what, what truly, what truly is spiritual and emotional and fulfills you all the way? For me, it's, it's this, yeah, living this experience has been pretty fantastic. I can't complain. I do sometimes, but I shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> but in the right way. Yeah. In the right way, because you're able to recognize how, like, that that being able to complain is like an, an avenue of rec of almost like recognizing that this wasn't easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And it's reminding you that you know there's going to be a lot of dynamics in all of the decisions you make that you probably didn't think of when you get upset because something isn't working the way it's supposed to, your tools aren't able to do what you they're supposed to. Um, yeah, the, the adversity has to just be adversity. It can't be something that becomes so overwhelming that you can't progress through it. Yeah, and humor is such a powerful yeah. tool oh, yeah. in that as well where yeah. you can... You like I've had those moments where I'm out there and it's just like everything seems like it's going against me, the wind, the yeah. tides, and it's like ah, and I'm like yelling yeah. or something, and then it's like I have to laugh because I'm like, well, I chose this. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't have going. to be out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is what I wanted to do. Yeah, and it, it's it's that you know it's it, that's such a metaphor for life because sometimes things just don't seem like they're going in the right direction, but typically what do. it is, yeah, it's typically just steering you in a different direction. To get to, you know, the other end of wherever you're going. Yeah. And sometimes you do have to make changes and be willing to be okay with change because there's so many things that are not in your control as, you know, you're, you're making things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any, any final thoughts on personal growth and oh, gosh, making I'm not... things happen? I, I, it's just take that leap. You, you have to be able to do it. Um, you know, what, what makes you absolutely happy? Figure it out because it's a journey. It's a journey and it's not a very long journey. So spend more of your time doing what you love versus working to later do what you love and just have a short amount of time. You know, when you spend all those years working to save up for an RV and then when you're 70, you're trying to do that road trip throughout the, the country do it now just do it now figure out how to do it now where you can really fully enjoy it and I'm not saying you know you can't enjoy it when you're in your 70s but physically you know if it requires you to be more physical it's going to be a little more challenging so yeah just take the leap well I think uh not trying to reach for perfection yeah as well yeah. Like often people think like, oh, when's that perfect time? And, and that really connects with the do it now mentality. And, yeah. and I resonate a lot with that as well because there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never a perfect time for anything. Yeah. 
There's never a perfect time. You just kind of have to do it. And just be good enough. Yeah. Rather than trying to be the best. Yeah. I think the best is kind of a, a mentality that can shut down a lot of um, taking a lot of opportunities in yeah. people because they think, oh, I want to be, the, I have to be the best at that or I have to do my best. And doing your best is, a, is kind of, in my opinion, it's like, we'll start by just doing good enough. Yeah. And then by yeah. doing that, you might be surprised. You take it farther. Than You'll you. surprise yourself all along the way. You'll, you know, the growth that living your dreams is going to give you is going to be amazing. It's going to be a reward in its own. When you see things come together that you've just dreamed of doing, it's going to be such a rewarding experience. And It's like know, a virtuous cycle as yeah, well. Yeah, it just, it just further helps you. Like, you might dream small at first, but when you deliver on that dream, it's just going to grow. It's just going to cause you to feel the confidence to keep going along the way. You'll find many more dreams along the way that you want to work on. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's really exciting and inspiring. Thank you so much for talking with me. Yeah, today. absolutely. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Journey to the Heart podcast. For regular updates about my canoe journey across America, my music, and other creative projects, be sure to check out my Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube pages at Torlokes and Tornlokes. Don't forget the silent H. You can also follow my journey and join my mailing list at www.tornlokes.com.